Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. We would love to hear from you. It's 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, well, I know many of you in Utah are just devastated by this news. I mean, you're going to need comfort food from Crown Burgers so bad for, for weeks and weeks to come because it's so devastating. Mitt Romney announcing he will not seek re-election in 2024, but then he bashes Trump and Biden. Of course, he was the only good person. Uh, you know, I, I just, whatever. I, I, he's not the man that I knew on the campaign trail. Never forget, the, what was it, the, second, the third debate just completely laid down. He had won the first debate against Obama. He had a shot to win. And then it was, yeah, he, he took his foot off the gas in the second debate, then, then was like peddling like Fred Flintstone in the Stone Age in terms of debate style in the third debate and got crushed. I got on the phone. I was in, the, in a trailer where, you know, Fox put you, you know, because I'm on after the debate. And I'm like uh, screaming at the who told him to lay down like this. You, get, you put your foot on the gas and you go out and you fight and you fight with every ounce of strength that you have. Good grief. That was pathetic. And like anybody seemingly that runs for president loses. Well, you know, it's they end up losing their mind. Hillary Clinton, Al Gore, John McCain, Mitt Romney. Um, all right. So what did I say when Maureen Dowd wrote the column about about. Joe Biden and Joe Biden having seven grand. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Seven grandkids. Cause he always said, no, I only have, I only have six grandkids. No, he had seven. Maureen Dow writes a column and we had been talking about this for a long time. The girl is four years old. I don't give a flying rip what the circumstances are regarding her birth. It's his grandchild. I don't care about any of the circumstances around it. He's the president of the United States, and he's ignored this little girl for her entire life. Apparently, according to one interview, I guess a friend of the, the mother said she already knows that her grandpa is president of the United States, but she's never met her grandpa. But, they, you know, Christmas time, they have the six other grandkids and their stockings on a mantle. They even have a stocking for the dog but not for the, the seventh grandchild. Does anybody really care what the circumstances of her birth are? No. She's an innocent four-year-old little girl that deserves her grandfather to recognize her and hopefully actually love her. You know, God forbid. And Maureen Dowd writes this column. And what happens? Hmm, very interesting. Because Maureen Dowd doesn't criticize Democrats. Maureen Dowd hates Republicans. She hates conservatives. She hates Trump. You know, big Clinton defender all the way across the board. I said, this may be the first of what may be a number of canaries in the coal mine. Fast forward and what happened last week? Well, even prior to that, a couple of weeks prior to that, what happened? 
We had on one weekend, it was very odd, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and Politico all writing stories advancing the issue of the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. And I found that very interesting that all three of them did it on the same weekend. Sounded a little odd to me, but okay, I paid attention to it and said, I've got to watch this. Because, and I said, if the liberal media starts to sound like me and start talking about Joe Biden being weak and frail and, and cognitively worse than he's ever been, then you'll know and starts talking about this scandal and how he lied re- repeatedly to the American people that they're in trouble. Well, lo and behold, what did we get last week? We got the trifecta last week. You got, well, you can even have fake news. CNN's poll was devastating to Biden and every every anchor on that, you know, fake news network even acknowledged it. But then you get prominent Democrats, Van Jones. He's well respected in liberal Democratic circles. Then David Axelrod, like him or not, the guy's not a dope. and, And he was critical not once but twice of Biden last week. Very straightforward. Then once you get the rage in Cajun, you got James Carville, who I like a lot. I got He and I have done debates around the country. He's fun to hang out with. Uh, crazy, l- lunatic, but he's fun to hang out with. Especially you get a couple of bourbons in him, he's good to go. Just, you know, it doesn't take much. He's pretty, pretty, he's not that heavy. Uh, and then that happened. Well, now you've got, now pay very close attention. This is a big deal. I have in front of me, I got this last night, actually, during my, my television show. I was like, whoa. This is a big deal. Or as Dick Cheney famously once said, a big effing deal. Uh, opinion. President Biden should not run again in 2024. Now, President Biden benefited. I'm sorry. Befitted his generation. Loves newspaper. Classic columnists like David Ignatius and people like Tom Friedman. In other words, all the people that we hate. David Brooks. Top his list. So Ignatius, 73 years old. You know, well-wired Washington Post, you know, foreign affairs columnist, right? Spy novels on the side. President Biden should not run again. I mean, this is now officially the canary in the coal mine. There's one more domino that drops. But when it drops, it will mean the beginning of the end for Biden. How does it end? I can't give you the how it ends parts, uh, what part that is. But if you start hearing the media, prominent Democrats, once you get that top elected official someplace, somewhere saying he's either cognitively cognitively not strong enough for the job or this family corruption cannot be ignored anymore. And they start sounding like me and this show and my TV show. At that point, you know that it's over. They're going to push him out. Now, how will that manifest itself? If I had to venture a guess, my best guess is going to be that Joe Biden will make an announcement that after careful prayer and consideration with my family and my wife, Jill, I have decided that I will not be running for re-election in 2024. It's time for a new generation. Blah, blah, blah. Why do you think Kamala Harris took a shot at Gavin Newsom last week, at least her, the people around her saying, yeah, it will not be viewed very favorably by by certain demographic groups, minorities and women. If Gavin Newsom tries to leapfrog over Kamala Harris. Well, Gavin kind of put that to rest last week, last Sunday in his interview with Gavin Newsom. 
I push them about as hard as I can push them to the point where how many times a day does your phone get ping, Gavin? How many times, Governor, will people say you need to get in this race? Finally, his answer was, I'm not going to answer the question. Yeah, I said it. I give him credit. He was honest. But now when uh, I think the most dramatic sign now that the Democratic media establishment for sure, and I know behind the scenes that is that there are prominent Democrats that don't want him running. They know he is a weak candidate. The problem is they don't have a strong candidate to replace him with. Anyway, so, but it's clear with David Ignatius, the dean of the Washington Post's editorial page, longtime Biden supporter is calling on both Biden and Kamala Harris to drop out of the 2024 race. And this in spite of them. Why are you laughing in there? Just tell me. Crack the mic and just tell me. What is it? Can you control yourself? You can't tell me. This is not airworthy. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Well, you could you could a news clip about it. Did they show a news clip of people playing bingo too? Okay. Anyway, well, where do we get to John Kennedy reading those those? Ooh. Anyway, White House staffers may very well be saying out loud a two David Ignatius after he writes this column, but you know he's stating the obvious: the guy is not up to the job. And panicked. Now, I'll tell you what also is happening simultaneously. Remember, I told you they created this war room. You know, I guess the the founder of Media Matters started this outside group to protect Joe Biden against these predictable attack attacks. This idiot, some guy named Ian Sams was, uh, you know, responded to three of my TV shows like three days in a row. Things that people were saying about the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. And, you know, now he's out there. Now the war room has been released. Now they put out a 14-page printed memo, how to respond to the seven big charges. And it's a joke what their answers are. Uh, And they're just out because they know they've got trouble on their hands. Let's start with the fundamentals here. Joe Biden lied repeatedly to the country as a candidate and as a president. Never spoke to Hunter my brother, or anybody for that matter, about their foreign business dealings. Didn't he say that? Okay, I can play it again and again and again. Then, of course, uh, the phone calls. No, he was only to going, calling in to Hunter with his foreign business partners to check out, uh, uh, talking about the weather, just being introduced by a friendly son. There's nothing nefarious about that. Uh, and Joe never benefited. Well, first of all, the statute doesn't require that Joe personally benefited, but his family benefited, and it, and it was official Biden uh, Obama administration policy in October 2015 to that Ukraine had made enough progress on the issue of corruption to warrant the one billion in loan guarantees, and Joe was in charge of Ukraine, and he was to deliver that money, not leverage the billion to get the prosecutor fired. They're trying to make the case, well, so many other people wanted him fired too and everything. Well, he made the firing, leveraged the billion dollars, and lo and behold, the consequence was that is Hunter, who admitted on Good Morning America he had no experience in energy or Ukraine, continued to get paid and enriched. Because of daddy's actions. So call it whatever you want to call it. 
But they're now panicked, and now they've got their own little war room and this Ian Sam's person. By the way, special assistant to the president and senior advisor to the White House Counsel's Office. Is this a new role of the White House Counsel's Office? You know, penning a letter to both conservatives. And they're writing, what's funny about this is they're writing this letter to the media. you got to do your job. you got to push back on this. Sorry, I don't think there's anybody in the media that wants to push back on this. So, and, and by the way, it even goes further than this. I mean, this, this thing just keeps getting more interesting by the hour because, I mean, even liberal Joe over at MSDNC is, is saying that every single Democrat that, I guess I'm assuming he's talking about Mika uh, Brzezinski, talked to say that Biden's too old to run. Okay. If you're losing people on MSDNC, you're, you're in deep Adam Schiff. You really are. Because that's not going to go well for you. Now, when they start sounding like me on the issue of Hunter and the leveraging of a billion and the tens and tens of millions of dollars that this family got and the shell corporations uh, and uh, let's see money from our top geopolitical foes and no experience of anybody involved and nine Biden family members paid according to James Comer and paid through the shell companies and Hunter, of course, you know, the famous phone call to the CEFC executive, the Chinese oil conglomerate. I am sitting here with my father. And why haven't you done what you said you're going to do? We expect an answer tonight, blah, blah, blah. Or everybody he knows and, and my ability to hold a grudge will forever, you know, whatever. And then they got money sent to them. By the way, I've gotten a tip from a little birdie. You know, when the 1023 form, by the way, that is a trusted FBI informant. How do we define trusted? Well, a guy that the FBI paid repeatedly for big sums of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars from past information he provided, he was quoting the CEO of Burisma for crying out loud, saying five billion, five million to one Biden, five million to another Biden. I didn't want to pay it, but I had to. And it's going to take 10 years for you to find it. A little birdie whispered in my ear yesterday. They think they found the $10 million where it went. Just saying, you know. I'm just telling you what a little birdie told me. Take it for what it's worth. You know, when I'm just a dumb old talk show host. What do I know? I don't know anything, Linda, right? I'm, you know, I was wrong on Russia. No, I was actually right on Russia collusion. The Durham report validated what we reported, as Michael Horowitz validated what we reported. Um, so far, we've not been proven wrong on anything we reported about Joe Biden, have we? I know more about this than Ian Sams does. And Ian Sams clearly is watching my show. By the way, Ian... Thank you for watching every night and for listening every day or to some staffer that you're now paying to watch and listen to my programs. I want to say welcome to the Sean Hannity show. Welcome to our radio show now on 725 plus radio stations. And well, thanks for watching the TV show every night. We appreciate your viewership. Well, wait till the Democrats start sounding like me. Just remember, New York, it was not Republicans that took out Andrew Cuomo. Democrats. 800-941-SEAN. You worked so hard to build your retirement savings. Our friends at Phoenix Capital Group, well, they want to help fuel your growth. And right now with them, you can invest in corporate bonds through your 401k or your IRA and start earning tax-deferred returns, now ranging from 8 to 12% annual interest. And Phoenix Capital Group connects savvy investors like you with investments in tangible oil and gas assets. They'll explain all of this to you. 
when you watch their free investor webinar and do your due diligence and decide for yourself. But investing in these U.S.-backed securities with your retirement accounts, yeah, they're right now yielding 8 to 12% annual interest. Uh, how cool would that be? Anyway, do your due diligence. Learn for yourself. And sign up for Phoenix Capital Group's free investor webinar today. Just go to phoenixonhannity.com. Now, as always, before making any investment decision, you must always carefully consider and review any and all risk involved. Just go to phoenixonhannity.com for more information and that free webinar you can sign up for. phoenixonhannity.com.